coming up, Harry Styles tickets, but this guy's story is insane. John Killick, the man behind the most daring jailbreak in history. Jeez, he mustn't have been that good as he didn't escape talking to us. <laughs> I kid. I'm sure he's going to kill it. <laughs> As in kill it. Oh, I make myself laugh. Here's John. Here he is, John Killick. Welcome to the show. Look, it's a pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much. Now, normal, Brownie and I, we're oh. true crime fanatics, but normally oh. we speak to, you know, people that are making comment on it, on the periphery, policemen yeah. and, right. you know, specialists mm-hmm. and whatever. I think you're our first proper prison break criminal guy that we've spoken to on the show. Well, I've become a bit of an expert on crime. You know? <laughs> <laughs> In a way, I thought you weren't. Yeah. I thought you weren't allowed to like do this sort of stuff, or is there? From what, from what I understand, and uh, about the proceeds from crime, it, it, if I'd have got up and uh, just written a book and told about the escape itself and glorified it, I, I think that you know there'd be a case. Right. But, but yeah, I've written my whole life story, and uh, there are. Um, Avenues there where uh, if you can show us a contribution to a literature, and I think it's a contribution to Australian true crime because I go back to the early, in fact, to 1960 when I went to Long Bay as a 17-year-old. Absolutely. And, you know, I've been down in Pentries. I was there when Ronald Ryan was hanged and I was spent four years in the Hays Division. And I've met just about anybody wow. who's in I've been at Bogger Road. And, you know, I've met, you know, anybody who's a name in, in criminal, um, in, you know, in criminal history, really, over the last sixty years, I've probably met them, most of them, anyway, and uh, and I've managed to survive. I've got a very good memory, and uh, I'm able to recall it and write it while I've still still got that memory. And I, I think that uh, it it'll sit well on the shelves in, in crime literature. John, you, 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 know? you spoke about that you were a Pentridge uh, for mm-hmm. uh, at the same time. Ronald Ryan was hanged, of course, yes. the last man uh, executed in Australia. What That's was right. it like? The feeling. In the prison at that time, it was absolutely terrible. They, they had um, there were huge protests outside the jail. Um, you, you could have cut the atmosphere with a knife. And the, you know, he had a few reprieves at the last minute. There was I remember less than forty eight hours um, uh, to go, and they somebody got up and uh, and and signed a statement saying that they heard, overheard something, and they stopped the execution, and, and then um they it, it was put back on again and uh, oh. the and the last time uh, we came out they let us out of our cells in the morning just about after seven, and uh, we knew he had a lesson now to live. And uh, you know, the prison officers walked around in threes, they used to walk around ones, and uh, they didn't ask us to go to work. The place was ready to erupt. And the governor actually came around the night before and had tears in his eyes. He, you know, he, he was he got close to Ronald Ryan, and uh, you know, he said, Look, he's asked me for you guys not to play up, he's accepted his fate. And you know, really, that, that was it. And um, it, it, it's a terrible, terrible thing, um, I, I think, um, for the state to execute somebody. And, and uh, it's it's good that it's the last, you know, the last execution in Australia. I, I think everybody's pleased about that. So you were in and out of jail from the age, did you say 17 or 18? No, I was 17 when I went to Long Bay, you know, just for, you know, a crappy charge. I got, got on, when my mother died, at, uh, I was 17. I, uh, I left home, I blamed Dad for, for what had happened. And uh, we had a pretty bad home life. And, uh, you know, within six weeks, uh, six months, I was I was in jail, and uh, it was very tough in those days. Mm. Extremely tough at Long Bay, and uh, and you learn a code. And you know, the, I learned the opposite way to thinking to, to the normal person. You know, what mm. what you the people outside thinks right, we we thinks wrong, and uh, you don't put people in, etc. 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 And uh, and it's taken me a long time to turn that code around. 
Absolutely, because you spent your formative years not in a loving family in in jail. Well, off and on, you know, I had forever. No, I had great periods out. You know, five years, five and a half years out when I was married and had a son and uh, had businesses. I've I've often, you know, I've had businesses quite often when I've been out, and I was out for eight years before me and Lucy got hooked in uh, into this this thing. Yeah, let's um, talk about this thing. Can I say, John, you you gained international (laughs) notoriety when uh, you went on the run for forty-five days in nineteen ninety-nine after your Russian lover Lucy hijacked a helicopter at gunpoint and had it flown to the Silverwater Prison Exercise Yard where you were serving time. My big question is... Right. What's it like having a Russian lover? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's any different than having a Polish lover. Right? <laughs> God, I've just, I've, I've just always wanted a Russian yeah. lover, John. Well, well, the Russian, the Russian, uh, they're, they're popular. Yes. <laughs> how did you, how did yeah. you hatch the plan? I mean, it's extraordinarily ambitious. You're in jail, and yeah. you talked a woman into hijacking a helicopter. Yeah, and how long was the plan? Yeah. Well, well, well the, the thing is, we had, ex- I had extreme uh, security on me because I'd escaped a few times before, and. and what happened? We just knew that uh, if we we were going to get out, and if I was going to get out, it, it had to be something out of left field, and uh, that's what we came up with. I felt that Silverwater was wide open for it, and we didn't. I didn't think it'd get shot. I'd read that under the Geneva Convention that they weren't allowed to shoot it over a prison, but uh, I was wrong about that. They, they shot us three times. and When they were shooting at you in the chopper, you're going, damn that Geneva Convention! <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I said, it's not fair, they're breaking all the rules. You know? <laughs> so you were whisked away with the police shooting at the, um, at the helicopter and other inmates were trying to grab onto the helicopter as well. No, that, like that, that's another fallacy. Oh, is it? Okay. That's why I've written this book. People should read this book, The Last Escape, because it's, it's really the only true account of what's happened. There's so many misconceptions about it. Prisoners didn't try to get on it, and I didn't shoot at people, like they said. And, you know, I didn't shoot a cop. You know, it's been in books and plays that I had shot and wounded a cop. None of that's happened. And, uh, you know, the, the book shows it warts and all. Um, what I've done. I don't make excuses for, for my uh, background, what I've done, but I, I feel that I've evolved. And, <laughs> And uh, and I just feel that and a lot different. I've tried to point it out to young people that uh, it's the wrong way to go. Don't mm. see me as a hero. But but there are no, a lot of misconceptions. It's an interesting John. story. It uh, is an interesting John, story. John, when you escaped, you were 45 days on the run with yeah. your Russian lover. Yeah. Uh, you did spend some time in Melbourne. Did yeah, that's it? right. Did you go any tourist attractions while you are down here? Oh, Footscray, first up, you know. <laughs> 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 Footscray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So when, we, the, uh, so when the Russian lovers started having second thoughts, mate, you took it to Footscray? <laughs> well, I told her. She didn't know much. I said, look, we'll go to Footscray and uh, you can have a look around there. Well, you know, I used to follow the Western Bulldogs way back until I swung over to Geelong, you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. Is it true that sort of the undoing of your escape plan was when your Russian lover forgot the car keys to the getaway car? No, that, that had Another fallacy. Damn, yeah, I love no, that no, one. And, yeah, another fallacy because she did forget it. Um, she, you know, she had a bit on her mind and that's one thing that she forgot, you know. <laughs> You're an understanding I got one. I got one last one for me, John. What's the, the most realistic movie yeah. about mm. prison that mm-hmm. you have seen? Well, you know, I really reckon Shawshank Redemption gets down to it. Um, you know, it was, it was in the old days, but just a great movie. And uh, it, it was like that, you know. Uh, it, you know, the, the long-timers and uh, 
thinking about getting out and eventually the guy took him 20 years he got out and uh, we all love that movie we all you all love it but but I never got you them. and football players ex-cons and football <laughs> exactly. players it's your favourite movie it's their favourite movie is it yes well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah I think it's a great movie I can't believe you really can go with Lock Up by Sylvester, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone Brandon that's a, no, uh, it's too, too violent for me yeah. oh, too, too violent Tango and Cash is realistic John Killick thank you so much for joining us your book The Last Escape is available in store and online now hey best of luck thank you very much and it's really great and if I'm down there, I'll drop in again, and we'll have another chat. Would love it. Okay. Buy a chopper, John. Be good, <laughs> <man>. <laughs> Chrissy, Sam, and Brownie.